Hello, and welcome back to Jacques Talks. I'm your host, Jacques, and today, well, I'll be talking. So <laughs> let's let's just jump right into it. Of course, um, last week I uh, I was excited because that was my second episode, and so it, to me that made it kind of an official thing. But I feel like week three now, I sh- I should stop talking about what episode we're on. I guess maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. We're on episode three. I feel like now it's a real, real thing, you know. It's not phony baloney. But anyways, here we are. Episode three. Thank you for listening, if you're listening. I've had a couple people, um, a couple more than a couple, <laughs> listen uh, to both my first episodes. So I really do appreciate you if you're listening. And, uh, you know, it just means a lot to me, actually, um, for you to take the time out of your day to just kind of listen to my my ramblings, my thoughts, my... Uh, different stories and stuff so yeah something exciting I decided is I'm definitely going to be um like posting about my show now after the after this episode gets uploaded I'm gonna tell people about it so if you're listening if this is your first episode you're listening to I don't know I don't know what people will do will they click on my first episode or will they click on the third it'll be kind of awkward if this isn't anyone's first episode but Welcome, welcome to the show, if this is your first time, or if you decided you love it so much you'd like to stay around for all of them, and you're now you're on the third. Um, thank you. I, once again, really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and yeah, here we go. I don't, I don't think I need to sit and talk for two minutes about people listening to my show, but now we've passed the two-minute mark, so unfortunately... Unfortunately for you, I'm getting away with it because it's my show, so suck it. Um, <laughs> anyways, I also was made aware that some people have been listening to my show who I don't even really know all that well. Not to say I don't know them, but like I had a friend tell their coworkers about the show. And so if you're listening and you don't really know Jacques more than it's Jacques, then I super especially thank you for listening. Um, and again, it really does mean a lot for people to listen. The, the whole point of this at the end of the day is I just want a space to sit down and talk once a week. It just, you know, it makes it makes me happy to just kind of have a place to, you know, tell stories and you know, make stupid jokes about my life and all that shit. So, um, yeah, if you if you like it and listen and whatever, then that's great. And I'm I'm really happy. So but yeah, uh, I had a great week this last week. Um, it's we're like halfway through February now. I can't even believe like, 2022 just started. I I don't even know how we're this far in, but here we are. The the Los Angeles Rams just won the Super Bowl. Shout out, not actually because I wanted the Bengals to win, but you know, worst teams could have won. Uh, the way I like to, you know, feel better after a tough loss is at least. That like at least the Packers didn't win. That's that's how I feel, and I was rooting for the Bengals because you know as a Vikings fan, I always like to cheer for teams that haven't won. I guess is the best way to put it. You know the Vikings have choked four Super Bowls away and many other conference champions and playoff appearances as well. So, you know the Bengals don't have a Super Bowl either. You know shout out, shout out to my boy John who's a big Bengals fan. Um, I was rooting for him here, and I actually, I have a Bengals jersey. I felt, you know, a part of the team. I, I bought my jersey before they were good. Well, 
I don't know. I bought it at the beginning of the season, right before the season started. So I guess they technically were good because their roster was their roster. But yeah, so it was was a sad night. It sucks to see the the Bengals lose from my from my end. But you know, I'm happy for Matt Stafford. Happy happy for Odell, and um, we'll just leave it at that. Um, don't got to talk about the Super Bowl anymore. Um, other news from this week, I had a great weekend. I actually had a really busy weekend and I didn't end up getting to record this when I thought I was going to. So this is going to end up being uploaded a little bit late. It's still going to come out on Monday though. Come on. I'm keeping schedule. Don't, don't hate, but if for some reason you're already in the routine of having my podcast be your Monday, um, Monday morning routine, I apologize. This was not up in the morning on Monday, but it will be before the end of the day Monday so so yeah busy weekend a lot going on I don't really have any fun stories like my my haircut story from last week nothing really crazy happened to me this week kind of a busy week at work actually but one thing that I do have to share that I'm pretty excited to announce I did get my first Fortnite win this week first solo Fortnite win so I don't know whether to be embarrassed by that statement or embarrassed but um, I did, I, I told my brother, I was definitely going to mention this on the podcast just because I don't know how funny I thought it was, but I mean, I've been playing Fortnite as long as it's been like popular or whatever, you know? So what was that like four years ago? And I just never could win in solo. I just, I mean, I'm not that good at the game, whatever, but I was playing this week and no one wanted to play Fortnite. They're all playing their own games. All my friends, one, I was playing the games last weekend I was like, shit, I'll just load up Fortnite and play. I'll I'll run it back. And yeah, I got to win. And <laughs> I'm proud of it. But yeah, I don't know if I should be embarrassed that it took me four years to get one, to get a win, a solo dub. Or if I should be embarrassed that I'm about to turn 23 and still playing Fortnite. Um, but I don't know. Should I start streaming? I think, that, you know, clearly if I'm taking dubs now, you know, I'm good enough to be showing off, and now I got this whole setup, you know, for my podcast, and I think, let me know if you want to see me some stream some games, all right, I can stream some Fortnite, you know, what are some other games I could play? Ex- I need to play exclusively, like, kid, like, made for kid games, not that Fortnite's made for kids, but it's played by kids. What are they? I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. The joke's over. We're done. I'm probably not going to stream. Definitely not going to stream. Podcast only. Podcast first. I can't let I can't let these games get in the way of my career here. Anyways, I'm rambling. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, what are we talking about this episode? I I was thinking this week, you know, as I did last week, what what part of my life should we go to this time? What subset of stories should we should we talk about? Should we explore? you know, and I decided after much thought that I wanted to do something that would be good for first time listeners or for people who don't really know me that well, as I mentioned, you know, shout out to you if you're listening, but I was trying to think of like a time in my life that it would be good to kind of talk about that would be reflective of, you know, just very general Jacques. You know, something I could just sit and talk about, whatever, you know? And not that I'm not ready for any of that stuff, but I think it there's a time and a place for me to, you know, talk about my childhood, which I want to talk about. 
I think I just discussed this last week too, you know. I want to have an episode where I'm just kind of talking about freshman year of college. Have an episode where I'm talking about high school, sophomore year of college. I, I don't know why I said that out of order, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and I just don't think this is one of those episodes. I think this was going to be a good week where I choose a topic that, like I said, is it's kind of just different conversations, you know, over the place, but not all over the place. And so I was trying to think of what to do. What, what could we do this week? And one of the things I did this weekend when I was hanging out with friends is it was kind of the end of a night, you know, a little, you know, intoxicated from going out. I am, you know, 22, so I engage in, you know, alcoholic beverages of choice on occasion. And so, you know, we're having a good night, but, you know, get back to the apartment, you know, don't really have energy to do a whole lot, but not too tired to go to bed. You know, it's not too late. So we're trying to think of what to do. And my friend suggested we just ask each other questions. Like look up, I think what we actually did was like look up a Tumblr, a hundred questions to answer thing. So that was kind of like quirky, whatever. That's not what we're doing today. But I thought, you know, it would be maybe good to just kind of sit down and answer some questions. And so I obviously didn't want to do a, what's your favorite color? What, what was the name of your first pet? Like stuff like that. Most, again, most of the people who listen to the show would know all that stuff about me in general. Not always, not, not everything, but I don't think one of those episodes is really, would be really worthwhile or also fulfilling to me because as I've discussed before, the point of the show is almost like a reflection piece for me where I can kind of sit down and just talk about stuff like how I feel and my memories and you know different funny things that happen to me and stuff like that so I can go back one day and you know listen to it and I guess remember I I don't want to put it like that this isn't like a time capsule for me but in some ways it is and if I just sit and answer questions that are questions that'll never change like my favorite color not that a favorite color can't change but you know it is what it is how many siblings do I have? Stuff like that. It, stuff like that doesn't change. It's not. It's not really beneficial to me or to most people who are listening to have those kind of questions answered. So, I decided I was going to go and find just a set of questions that would be, you know, good to have a discussion about. Just talk about whatever. So, I did end up finding some questions that I want to answer. And so, I guess in true the way I almost saw this as well is, it is Valentine's Day on. Monday the 14th, of course. So I decided to choose a set of questions that's like meant to be for like two people to answer with each other. So obviously this is a podcast, Jacques Talks. I'm the one talking, you're the one listening or not. Um, so unfortunately we can't go back and forth and, you know, I'd like to know what my friends and other people's answers to these questions are, but at the end of the day, that's not how this works again. So, but I thought, you know, Maybe you guys could be my Valentine, you know, for the next hour and just uh, get to know me a bit better. So I don't know what I'm going to title this episode. Obviously, you'll know because you'll see it before you press play. But I think the focus here, yeah, today is just going to be um, talking about just who I am as a person, I guess. What what things do I care about? What do I um, what do I like? What do I prefer how, how do I see the world? I don't know, stuff like that. We'll see. I, I know what these questions are. I went through them just to kind of make sure that there wasn't anything I had to put too much thought into because I don't want to waste time sitting here thinking, you know, but um, 
yeah, without further ado, let's just jump into it. I think I took, you know, <laughs> six minutes just describing how I'm going to be talking, just going through some questions. But um, yeah, so let's jump into it. The first question is, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? So I think there's a lot of people I could say that wouldn't be wrong answers to me, but would probably be wrong answers to a general population. Like, I'd like to sit down and eat dinner with the CEO of my company, but is that really a savvy answer for anyone in the world? I don't know. Probably not. So I think to me, this is more of like a celebrity type question because of course I could meet with the president or you know, something like that. But I don't know how much I would get out of a conversation with a political leader or something like that. So at the end of the day, I think it would be really cool to sit down with just someone I like, you know, if a celebrity or something. So I would probably choose to sit down with someone like Leonardo DiCaprio because I he's one of my favorite actors. But not only is, you know, I like some new actors like Tom Holland, but he's pretty close in age to me and not that it wouldn't be cool to have a conversation, but it'd be cool to sit down with someone who has like a long body of work like Leo and um, just talk about his experiences and ask him about some different movies that I like of his. And yeah, I guess that's all I would have to say with that. I would also like to have dinner with Taylor Swift, but Loki is just cause she's like my celebrity crush. So um, I don't know. I won't say anything more about that. <laughs> um okay question two is would you like to be famous and in what way so obviously i'm starting a podcast um and my end goal here is to be the number past joe rogan in streams but um <laughs> in actuality i i i would be lying if i said i didn't like to would, wouldn't like to be famous i guess I don't think it's one of those like who wouldn't because, you know, there's some people who prefer not to be. But I mean, if I was some level of Internet celebrity or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would like that, I guess. I think it'd be cool to have some level of social status. Um, but I don't know that I'd want it. You know, I'm not doing this podcast to become famous. I'm, I'm not going to go out of my way. And I don't I don't dislike my current life or you know what i do for a career so you know there's nothing i would change but i would be lying if i said i i wouldn't like to be famous you know especially with you know money and stuff that comes with it but um okay next question before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why so i definitely don't rehearse what i'm going to say before making telephone calls but I do put thought into what I'm going to say. I don't just decide I'm going to call someone and like cold call, just ready to go. I definitely, I think what goes with me being someone who likes to talk a lot is I also think a lot. I way overthink like everything. So before I make calls, I, I sit down, not intentionally sit down, but I sit and I think about pretty much everything I want to say on the call before I make the call. So I guess is that rehearsing what I'm going to say? Maybe. But I definitely don't sit and pretend I'm on the phone and I don't know, does anyone do that? Maybe maybe what I described is what it's asking. So um, yeah, I guess take from that what you will. But okay, the next question is what would constitute a perfect day for me? 
So there's definitely some things that are my favorite things, but I don't know that I would include them on my perfect day. And this is going to be really broad. Obviously, I could talk about like 50 different things I'd love to do in one day and then, you know, it'd be my perfect day. But I think this this is this is how I would approach having a perfect day with a little bit of fantasy, but mostly realistic. So I think what I would do in the morning is an activity with my friends, just like enjoy the day with my friends or like morning. So I'm not really an outdoorsy kind of guy, so I don't know that I would want to do hiking or something like that, but if I could go bowling with friends or, I don't know, it's like got to be a daytime thing. It can't be, you know, go out partying with my friends at nine in the morning, but you know, I'd like to just go spend time with my friends and do something where we can talk and laugh and like joke around. So not something super intense, but something just chill. And then... For lunch, I would definitely want to have Broadway Pizza, which is a pizza chain in Minnesota. Um, I don't know that Broadway Pizza is my favorite pizza, but it's eating there like is home to me, I guess, in some ways. So it, it just like makes me happy when I eat at Broadway Pizza. So definitely would include that in a perfect day. So I think the next thing that would happen in a perfect day is the Vikings winning the Super Bowl. So as we discussed earlier in this episode, you know, I'm a Vikings fan, and I want him to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if we directly discussed that earlier, but so, yeah, I, I in a perfect day, it would be a Sunday, and the Vikings win the Super Bowl, and then after that, I would have dinner with my family at Maynard's, which is where we always go to eat dinner together when we're all home, and then at night, I would, I guess it would be a Sunday where bars are open late. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess it'd be, it would be in Minnesota because of Broadway Pizza and Maynard's, so then, um, Everyone would be partying for the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I would go and party with friends and have a good night. So that would, I guess, constitute a perfect day for me. Like I said, I think there's other, like, little things that I could add in there. But, like, generally speaking, I think that kind of arc would be a perfect day for me. But, okay, next question. When did you last sing to yourself and when did you last sing to someone else? So I'm a, how do I say I sing a lot? But I don't sing a lot. I'm not I'm not the kind of person who's just like singing everywhere, you know? But I sing, especially in the car. So the last time I sang was definitely this morning on the way to work. Or I guess on the way back from work. So, well, today. So I'm always singing in the car. I like have to be, I, I either have to be singing in the car to music or listening to a podcast in order to drive. I can't just like drive in silence sort of music I don't know. And... Last time I sang to someone else was, I mean, this weekend. I went out with friends, and uh, there's music on in the bar we were at, and, uh, well, that's that. This is Jacques Talks, not Jacques Sings, okay? You're not getting any of that here. you got to come out with me if you want to hear me sing. But Okay, next question. If you're able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? So... To me, this is, I don't want to say a trick question, or not trick, but if you say body of a 30-year-old, I don't want to say something's wrong with you, because, I mean, to each their own, and, I mean, honestly, the mind of a 60-year-old isn't that, like, you know, I don't think 60-year-olds are that dumb or whatever. I mean, most, some people, some are, I don't know, but... 
if I could maintain like my current mind, I, I have a mind of a t 22 year old, but I can't imagine it's going to be super drastically different in 10 years intelligence wise but you know obviously life experience wise it definitely will be but anyways i would definitely want to just maintain the mind of a 30 year old and i don't know maybe i'd have a different perspective ask me again when i'm 50 <laughs> if i'd rather have my 30 year old brain back or my 30 year old body back but <laughs> i think the mind to me the mind the point of this question is the is your like mental composition or your physical composition more important to you as you know you age and I think I'd rather keep a like a strong and willful mind. Anyways, next question. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? I think I will probably either die from some sort of cancer or from a heart attack. Because heart problems, to my knowledge, run in my family. So I think that that's just something I will have to be conscious of as I get older but I think cancer is a, a big scary thing for a lot of people too so I think I don't really know how to best say this I don't I don't think I'm like the life I'm leading is one of normal death not that death is normal but I don't think I'm going out in some crazy way or some new age disease or I don't know how to put it I just think when my time comes it'll be of the regular flavor you know but anyways that's kind of morbid okay next question for what in your life do you feel the most grateful I guess this is a, a, a good spin on the previous question because I feel like what I'm most grateful in life for is my health um, both like mentally physically everything I think you know, I'm not the shining image of perfect health or anything like that, but I definitely, as a person, don't, I don't deal with mental health issues. I don't have any disabilities. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm very healthy. I'm generally, you know, active. I am able to live a really balanced lifestyle. And I think I can obviously say, you know, I'm really grateful for my friends and for my family. Um, a large part those factors play into, you know, why I'm a healthy person and, you know, have, um, you know, good mental health and stuff like that. But I think I just feel really, really blessed that I don't have, like, I don't want to say I have other issues or something like that because everyone has their own things that they deal with in life and I don't like to call them issues or anything like that, you know. But I don't, you know, I don't have things I deal with day to day that make my life harder. Um, I'm really, I'm really blessed to be able to say that. And I think that I'm grateful that I, I think I take that for granted a lot that I don't have a lot of hidden things that I'm dealing with that a lot of people do. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, the next question is, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? So I think my gut answer to this question is um, like it's hard not to say I wish I grew up like with more money because my family definitely I, I definitely didn't grow up poor, you know, by any means. But I definitely was not in a family where we could just spend money on anything. 
And there's not necessarily a problem with that, but, you know, if you ask me, what would you change, you know, growing up? I wish, you know, we had more money and I could have bought more things when I was a kid and wanted them, but I don't know that I would actually say that, you know, looking back, because I think I learned a lot of lessons, you know, having to make my own money working and, you know, doing everything I wanted to with the money I had and, you know, the resources I had in my family. And so it's hard not to say, like I said, it's hard not to say, I wish I had more money growing up, you know, and money or money wasn't an issue for my family. Um, but I think who I am today is in part because of, you know, the environment I grew up in. So I don't know that I would change anything. I think I, th- I wish my brother was closer in age to me. I'm the oldest and he's the youngest in our family. So I think it kind of sucks. We missed a good chunk of life, you know, both being old enough to do stuff living in the same house. Because once he got old enough to, I don't want to say have a personality, but, you know, do stuff with me, go out, you know, play sports and stuff. I was already in college. So I think that that would be like, one thing I wish I could change, but I think my relationship to him is the way it is today because of our age difference too. So I don't know. I don't have complaints, but those are some thoughts that come to my mind. So, um, the next question is if you could wake up tomorrow, having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I, I don't know about this one. I wish I had, I wish I could wake up and have more of a desire. I don't, I don't know how to put this. I wish I could, I had more, more of a desire to do stuff outside. I think when I wake up and don't have plans, I really do enjoy just kind of sitting around and doing nothing. And not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that all the time. But I think I, I do suffer from a lack of motivation, not in life, but I don't know. I think, I think, I don't even know if that's answering this question. Having gained one quality or ability. I wish I was good at basketball so I could play with my brother. That's a less, uh, <laughs> it's a less thoughtful response to that question. But um, yeah, I guess that's what I would go with. Um, I suck at basketball. It's so funny. I remember this, this is kind of going back to what I said about my brother in the previous question too. I remember back in the day, I used to be my brother at everything, video games, sports, doesn't matter. Obviously it's just cause he was little and I wasn't, but my brother is a freshman in high school now. Dude, he will kick my ass in basketball. Pretty much every other sport he isn't better than me at. It's just because I have like adult muscle and he's still, you know, growing. But by the time he's in college, I he will skill me in anything. He's such so much more of an athlete than I than I am or was. So good for my brother. But anyways, cool. The next question is: If a crystal ball could tell me the truth about myself, my life, the future, or anything else, what would I want to know? I think. 
like the obvious answer to this question that if you don't say it, you're kind of stupid is like the lottery numbers or something. Um, cause obviously it'd be nice to just have money. <laughs> um, but I think if I like approach this question the way it should be approached and not just, you know, lottery numbers or who's winning the Super Bowl, or whatever. Um, I would want to know if what, like my current, how I'm currently living my life, if I wasn't going to change anything, would I be, would I be happy like late in my life or in 10, 20 years? Like is what I'm doing now, am I going to be happy in 20 years? Because I don't know that I would want to know in a crystal ball exactly how I die or what I'm going to be doing because then I'd think too much about it and yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I But I would want to know, you know, is what I'm doing now setting me up for what I think I'm setting myself up for and that's to, you know, be happy. So I guess that that's what I would want to know other than the winning lottery numbers. But I don't even know if that's... It says I can ask the crystal ball anything else, so... Um, okay, next question. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? So I'm gonna pretend that mm, I'm just trying to be clever with my answer. My answer to this question is this podcast. So I dreamed or dreamed is a weird way of putting it, but I wanted to do this podcast for a long time. I think I discussed that in probably both the last two episodes, but I I always thought of, you know, having a show, sitting down, talking, you know, people listening, whatever. It was always just kind of a, you know, something I pictured I'd be doing. And so why haven't I done it yet? Well, I made a lot of excuses for myself, mostly the sound of my voice sucks. I have nothing interesting to talk about. Um, no one's going to listen. I don't have a good microphone. Um, mostly just, um, just a bunch of hogwash. So I, I don't want to talk about this too long. I think I've already like gone on a five minute discussion about the same thing the last two episodes, but in 2022, I just said, you know, to hell with it. I need to stop making excuses and, um, just start it. So I'm kind of trying to take that approach to, to everything this year, but specifically I, I had to start out strong with a podcast, so here we are. Um, next question, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Definitely graduating college. I I think I've accomplished a lot, and so there's you know, other things I could say, but I mean, college was a big one. Four years of my life went into that. A lot of, I put a lot of work into it, so I feel really accomplished having graduated and gotten, gotten a degree in engineering, so. Um, next question is, what do you value most in a friendship? So I think there's two things that essentially go hand in hand when it comes to friendships for me. But I think the one that's most important is trust. And with that is honesty as well. But to me, I think like when I think of friendship, I think someone who I can like tell anything and know that they're not going to tell other people. So with, like I said, with that is honesty. So, you know, I trust that my friends aren't going to lie to me and that 
I hope they trust that I don't lie to them. So I guess it's a really basic answer, I guess. I feel like most people would say something along those lines, but I, I genuinely do feel that way. You know, I I put a lot of trust in my friends and um, I hope they, they trust me as well. Um, so yeah. Uh, next question, what is your most treasured memory? I think there's a lot of memories. Some of them are, you know, more personal than others. But one big one to me that always comes to mind when I think of, you know, greatest things that ever happened, you know, in college. I think college is big just because I had so many new experiences. So it's easier to point to, to, I guess, treasured memories or whatever. Um, but as you're probably aware, I did marching band in college. And so marching band in college is a lot different than, you know, band anywhere else because the whole point of marching band in college is to essentially pump up the crowd, you know. So the songs we play, the movements we do on the field, it's it's just corny stuff to kind of, you know, make the kids and parents smile, you know. We don't really – we do it for the students and for the athletes and stuff, but it's really just, you know, a crowd pleaser at the end of the day. And so – halftime of the game we played against Georgia my freshman year of college our halftime show was Paradise City by Guns N' Roses um, Wagon Wheel and Living on a Prayer and all three of those songs are bangers especially like Wagon Wheel and Living on a Prayer and Wagon Wheel was clutch because our our formation on the field was we made a horse and carriage and we moved it across the field where the horse's legs moved and the like wheels of the wagon moved, you know, wagon wheel, obviously. And I don't know. I just, I still remember playing living on a prayer and the crowd was singing so loud. I, I couldn't hear us playing. It was uh, living on a prayer is one of those songs that parents know, kids know, students know. So the whole freaking stadium was singing and like I said, it was just so loud and crazy. I just remember looking up and, you know, as the, I think this was the second game I played at. It wasn't, or maybe it was the first home game. I can't even remember. See, I say, I call this my treasured memory, but I don't remember every detail. But anyways, that was, I'd never played in front of 70,000 people before. And I don't know. I just, I'll never forget being on that field for that moment. So say what you want about Marching Man, but I did get to perform in front of 70,000 people. Well, they sang the song I played, so whatever. I'm cool. I think treasured memory-wise, I also have a lot of really good memories from, like, the whole trip I took to London when I studied abroad. That whole, um, that whole trip, I I won't, I'll never forget. So I do, I do treasure that one a lot. That being said, the next question is, what's your most terrible memory? For listeners of the show, <laughs> you'll know that while I was in London, I got hit by a motorcycle. And I'll never forget that, definitely. And that's a terrible memory. I genuinely, I mean, I don't know that I actually thought I was going to die. But when I got hit, I was out like a light. It was cra- it, it was crazy. And um, if you want to hear the full story of me getting hit by a motorcycle and you didn't listen to the second episode, I would, rec- I would recommend you going back and listening to that one. But um, I think as well as the previous question, there's things I've done and said that stick with me and I regret and so I think there there are other terrible memories I have but not I guess something I'd 
necessarily want to sit and talk about. <laughs> but being hit by a motorcycle is definitely, definitely a terrible memory of mine. But okay, the next question is: If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living, and why? So. I definitely would, but not because I hate the way I'm living now. I just, I would quit my job and sorry to my friends in Massachusetts. I would probably move out back home to be with my family. I would, you know, I have a year, 365 days. I can come back out to Massachusetts and visit y'all, but um, I would definitely put just a lot of focus on being happy every day and just taking advantage of the time I had left and not I wouldn't pull punches you know if there was something I wanted to say to someone I would I would tell it to them and so I feel like I feel like I'm a really vocal person and I do express my feelings really well to people in general but you know there's sometimes when you don't want to tell someone everything or yada 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 so I think if I knew I was going to die in a year I would stop doing that I would stop caring so much about I guess just what people think in general, but I don't know. That's how I feel. Um, the next question, what does friendship mean to you? So this one's kind of like a that previous question about what I value in friendship, but what friendship means to me is just someone who I can count on, I guess, is the biggest thing. So a friend is someone who... You know, I understand people are living their own lives and busy and doing their own things. A a friend to me isn't someone I can call at any moment, you know. Just like people aren't going to be able to call me at any moment either. But a friend is someone who I can just start talking to and, you know, just enjoy the company of. And someone I can trust and someone who I can talk to about anything. And I think that that's a really vague statement because I don't think I can talk to all my friends about everything, you know there's some stuff that just, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to digress, especially because most of the people listening to this are my friends. So (laughs) you probably don't want to hear that. I'm not able to tell you everything, but it's semantics. You know what I'm saying? But just someone who's there for me, um, when I need it most. And yeah, that's, that's how I feel. So The next question is, what roles do love and affection play in my life? So very, this is a Valentine's-y type question. So <laughs> I I would describe myself as a pretty emotional person or in touch with my emotions, I guess. I'm definitely not a, I mean, you can be like a manly man without being emotional, but I'm definitely much more thoughtful and affectionate I guess of a person so I think I do get attached to even friends in a love filled kind of way you know I do when I say I love my friends like I mean that not just in the funny way that you say that about your friends but I feel like I do you know love does definitely play a role in my life and like I said I'm an affectionate person so I, I enjoy you know stuff like that. I don't really know how to answer this question in a better way. But yeah, I I, I care about that kind of stuff. So the next question is, 
How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? So my family is definitely very close. I think I'm closer to my brother and my parents than... That's, that's kind of a mean thing to say. I'm close to my whole family, don't get me wrong, but obviously my relationship with my brother is stronger than my relationship with my sisters, and my parents being my parents is a different dynamic than me with my sisters, but I'm not trying to rank them. I'm just, you know, telling the truth, but I'm really close with my family. I can talk to them about anything. I talk to my brother daily. I talk to my sisters. I'm not going to sit here and count my chickens or whatever that expression is but I mean I talk to them weekly I talk to my mom pretty much every day my dad is you know he's not like a text or anything so I probably call my dad at least once a week too but we're really close it kind of sucks I live far away from him now but you know I wasn't living closer to them in college either so but regarding my childhood I definitely would say I had a really happy childhood I would I probably have happier than most I made those kind of comments earlier about not having a whole ton of money as a kid, but that definitely didn't mean I had a bad childhood. It just means I couldn't get every knickknack I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I love my family. I I wouldn't. I don't know that I would change anything. Going back to what I said, I was just I was just being honest. But yeah, so that's how I feel. And the next question kind of stems off of that: is how do I feel about my relationship with my mother? So me and my mom have a fantastic relationship. So I, there, there really isn't a, a better way to put it, I guess. I, I love my mom. We talk often. She nags me to talk to her more. And so, you know, I can do a better job at that. But um, she sent me $10 for Valentine's Day. I thought that was a really great, nice thing of her to do. And one year, I remember this pretty fondly. This is a good memory. I... I was like sad because we didn't have school for Valentine's Day because of, I don't know, some something was going on. Maybe it was a weekend or something. And I don't know, little third grade me or something was feeling lonely maybe. And I just, I was complaining. Like I didn't get any Valentine's. I think I was probably more upset about candy and stuff. And I just was complaining. And I was complaining to my mom because that's the only person I had to complain to back then. And it was like second or third grade. I don't even remember. My mom got mad at me, like told me to shut up and stuff. And that made me kind of upset. But I was probably definitely being annoying. But my mom, instead of just, you know, leaving it at that, I think she realized. And this isn't to highlight a moment of weakness for her or something. Obviously, I said she told me to like shut up. But once again, I was definitely being annoying, just like nagging her about probably... I mean, it was because I didn't get any Valentine's or like we didn't have Valentine's Day, so I felt like lonely. I don't I'm trying to remember exactly how I felt, but I was definitely being annoying. So my mom like told me to scram. And then she went and made me a Valentine's Day card. And I definitely still have it somewhere and I have some boxes at home with old papers and stuff that I've wanna keep, so it's in there, but yeah, one year, the only Valentine I did have was my mom, which is, you know, it's like a corny mom thing to say that her children are her Valentines or whatever, along with, the, you know, my dad, per se, whatever. But, um, yeah, that's, I don't know, something I've, I've always remembered. And, yeah, me and my mom are really close, so there's that. Um, next question. Complete this sentence. 
I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. So I think we're talking about like friendship and stuff like that. And really, I feel like I I do have people I can share pretty much everything with already. I have all, a lot of amazing friends who are always there to listen to me talk about stuff. And I think, you know, I've discussed this too. Part of the genesis of this show is I wanted a space where I could just talk about whatever so my friends don't have to listen to me complain or tell the same freaking story 50,000 times. But yeah, I don't know that there's, you know, someone with whom I could share something because I, I am a really open book and I do share pretty much everything I'm going with. I think one thing I wish I had right now is I wish I had more people. I, I guess I texted often. I, I used to have, or I think in college, the best way to put this in college, there was people I texted a lot more frequently, you know, more active group chats, I guess was part of it too. And since you becoming an adult and etc i think there's a lot less texting i do in the day a lot less just talking to people i guess in general especially because work is remote so i don't really have co-workers that i talk to frequently like i would talk to classmates or people at practice so not necessarily something specific i wish i could share but i wish i i wish i talked to more people just throughout the week just casual conversation i guess i wish i could share my daily you know, happenings with more people, just, you know, talk, talk to more people. So I guess, I guess, yeah, that would be my answer to that question. Okay, the next question is, let me see, there are a couple on this list I had to skip because it's stuff you go back and forth on. And once again, this is Jacques Talks podcast. And the only person talking is shock. So anyways, let's see. Okay. If I was going to become a close friend with someone else, share what would be important for them to know. So I guess my answer to this, I thought about this one beforehand. It's one that I wanted to give a good response on, but obviously this is biased, but for someone who doesn't really know me, I would express myself or want someone to know that I'm very reliable, dependable. So if you ask me to do something, I will, to the best of my ability, do it or, you know, be someplace on time or, you know, anything like that. And I guess with that, in this, in the same vein, I would say I'm really trustworthy. So if you tell me, you know, not to tell someone something or you want to have an important conversation, I'm definitely someone you can trust. And I think someone else, something else about me is I like to joke around a lot. So I think, you know, I chuckle about little stupid things I say on the show. It's, it, it is kind of hard for me. I'm still trying to get used to expressing a more humorous tone or whatever on this show even. Um, but I do like to joke around a lot. I like to poke fun at things and, you know, just have a good time in general. But, you know, not to say I can't also be serious. And then... I think another thing I would say that someone should know about me is I talk a lot. So, you know, I say that in almost a funny way itself. You know, everyone talks. You know, some people are quieter than others. But I'm definitely, if I'm given the space and, you know, 
able to run with it, I can sit and talk for an hour by myself. I could probably do this show for two hours a week if I really wanted to, but you know, I think it's important to set limits and I don't want to just sit and make six four-hour episodes and then decide I'm done with it because I get bored. You know, I got to have something to talk about every single week. But that being said, I do... Is, is maybe a good way to put it is I enjoy the attention of others. I, you know, because with talking, it's... I like people listening and being engaged with the story I'm telling or, you know, whatever. So maybe that's it, but... Yeah, I think you should just if you don't like someone who talks a lot, and I don't, I don't talk a lot to people I just meet. You know, I I can read social settings pretty well and stuff. See, now I'm just going on and on. This more to my point. I just I don't stop talking. But anyways, that, that that's that. Um. Next question. Share an embarrassing moment in your life. So I think I'm obviously very embarrassed by the motorcycle incident. So I could easily say that, but I think it'd be better to come up with another moment. I, I get embarrassed easily. So it's hard to pinpoint one, but one that I still remember mostly because we, we just like joke about it a lot is when I was a kid and we were in, I was in a store called once upon a child. I think it's called with my mom. It's like a, I think it's like a goodwill or Plato's closet for kids clothing. So we were in there and my mom was shopping around. I was definitely four or maybe five or something. And I there's like a playpen for kids, you know, so kids could play while their parents shopped around. And I was in there and I got bored. Like I said, I was four or five, so I was old enough to go places by myself and stuff. But I went to go find my mom because I was bored, tired, whatever just wanted to go and I saw this lady who I thought was my mom and I went up and (laughs) I hugged her from behind or whatever and I said mom can we go you know something along those lines as a four-year-old and the lady turned around (laughs) I mean she was nice obviously I don't remember exactly what she said I was so young but I do remember running up and her being so shocked and she brought me to the front of the store and they had to you know hey who's the mother of a young boy come up front or whatever and my mom had to come up and she she kind of got mad at me I remember but you know like I said we laugh about it now so it's it is what it is but I you know as a as a little kid I was embarrassed when I found I hugged this lady or you know hugged her leg whatever I was a little kid and thinking it was my mom and it was definitely not my mom so um, okay, next question. When did you last cry in front of another person? And when did you last cry by yourself? So the last time I cried in front of another person, I actually, I tried to think about the actual last time I cried in front of another person. It was probably watching an emotional movie with someone. I cry at said movies. I don't, you know, bawl, but I, you know, I shed tears. I'm not afraid to admit that. But so the last time I cried by myself was watching a movie. I actually watched Encanto a couple weeks ago, the new Disney movie. It's not even really that sad, but it is really emotional. So it made me tear up a little. So I watched that movie by myself because 
the, so many of those songs are, are being used in TikToks and stuff. And I mean, they sounded catchy. So I don't know. I was, it was that weekend where we had a snowstorm and I, I couldn't leave my apartment. So I watched a couple of movies. That was the one of the ones I watched, but so there's that. That's the last time I cried by myself. So what I was saying is the last time I cried in front of someone else was probably watching a movie with someone. But the last time I can distinctly remember crying in front of some or crying to someone else was to my mom. It was during senior year and um, I was having an emotional conversation with her. So it wasn't even in person, but it was over the phone and I was crying. So I was also out just walking around campus because I didn't really expect, I just called her and then we started talking about some stuff going on in my life. And um, by stuff going on in my life, I mean, me and my girlfriend had just um, broken up. So I was very emotional, but um, so yeah, I guess if not my mom, there was definitely other people on campus who saw me crying when I was walking, but I wasn't, I'm not like a big crier, not to say I'm not, I don't cry, but when I cry, it's not a big you know, it's just kind of tears running down my face and I get sniffly, but, you know, I, I wasn't making a scene on campus, but yeah, that's, that's the last time I can remember crying in front of someone else, but anyways, I digress. Um, okay, next question. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? So I think this is a good discussion to ha have after... I noted um, a couple questions ago that I do like to joke around and I, you know, find myself to, I don't know, just find humor and stuff and laugh at things. And I think w in reflection of last week, I kind of, I said that all the stories I was going to tell are just kind of funny to joke about and laugh about now. And then none of the car accident stories I had were even really that particularly funny. But I guess to me, it's still just the core. I guess the quirkiness of it is just, it's just funny to me. And if this wasn't a podcast and I was actually, you know, talking to you in person, I'm sure I would have see now I'm having a deep reflection about what it's like to just sit and talk to a microphone. But anyways, I, you know, I like to joke about stuff, old stories to me and stuff like that, that were maybe serious in the moment to me, you know, it, it's funny, you know, crack jokes, you know, whatever. Um, but there are stuff, there, there are points when there shouldn't be jokes made. Um, when you know someone is sensitive about something or some, you know, joking about something makes someone uncomfortable, then it's just not okay to joke about it anymore. So I don't want to like come up with a example to hurt someone's feelings or something like that. But, you know, jokes about, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, racist jokes or homophobic jokes are really ever good but sometimes you know I've been in instances where I'm really close friends with someone who's you know gay and you know uh, a little quip here and there about you know their sexuality as long as I'm just with that person and I'm speaking directly about them you know I guess in a broad sense this question you know in that instance being gay isn't too serious to joke about because of, you know, me and that person. But there is some stuff that, you know, given the context, you, you just can't, there's no reason to joke about it. It's it's not something joke worthy. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? 
there there are lines that shouldn't be crossed when you make jokes and the excuse that you know no one can make a joke anymore i just think that's such a stupid catch-all excuse for people who want to be insensitive and don't want to admit it but like if my friend ever said that they they weren't comfortable with a certain type of joke or they didn't you know i'll I'll give an example i used to joke a lot about um there's an all-girls school that was right next to i don't know if i ever mentioned where i went to school so i'm just not going to in this episode if i didn't i don't know if you can tell have i even discussed this i'm i've been trying to be moderately undetailed in my stories just because you know you never know when I don't want to share someone information I shouldn't or something like that but anyways so the school I went to there was another school right next to it um, it was all-girls school um, like liberal liberal arts college I believe don't quote me on that but I'm pretty sure they were and you know I used to joke a lot about the intelligence of the girls who went there and you know I, they were mean jokes and I had friends who went to that school and they didn't like the jokes so I think I still wasn't the best always but you know when you realize someone actually you know that actually does hurt someone whether or not it's the meritness of how funny the joke was you know there are lines that you you don't need to cross and context when you when you know a joke is hurting someone and it's not just a joke it shouldn't be hey you need to be less sensitive like it's just a joke i think that that's that's a stupid excuse and you just need to respect other people with with jokes you know because you can joke about something and not mean it to hurt someone and it still can and that's still at the end of the day on you as a person and that's something i I can still be improving on i i say bad jokes all the time that probably are hurtful and i don't always realize it so i i want to be better at that so i guess call to action if if i ever make a joke and you don't like the joke not because you think it's a bad joke but because i say something too insensitive or you know something that really does bother you um please tell me that and i I won't make those jokes anymore. I'd, I'd like to be made aware that I'm, you know, being insensitive when I don't realize it. So anyways, yeah, that's how, I guess that's where I stand with joking and taking things too far. But okay, next question. If you were to die this evening with no, that's kind of sad. <laughs> I don't want to die this evening. But uh, if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? All right, so this is where I reveal my secret love. I'm just kidding. So what I would regret most, I don't know if there's someone specifically I would regret telling this to most, but I think in general, I would really regret not being able to tell everyone how much they meant to me before I left. Because, I don't know, I really like, I really like hearing when someone tells me, you know, I mean a lot to them. And I guess that's kind of a, I don't know, corny, cringy, whatever thing to say. So that's why it's, you know, never really said that often. But everyone in my life, all my friends, my family, I mean, they really do make a, you as a listener, make 
a real impact on my life, and that means a lot to me. I don't think... I never think about how often people think about me just in passing, whatever. And, you know, it could be a little, it could be a lot depending on the person or whatever. But I wish I could tell some people, you know, how much I think about them. Not in a weird way, but just, I don't know, just, there's a lot of people who matter to me a lot in this world. And if I were to pass away without, you know, being able to at least one last time tell them, how much they meant to me and, you know, how much I care about them. And I don't know. I I don't want to sit and reflect about it like I'm going to die. That's kind of weird to think about. But yeah, I just, I, I would regret not being able to tell, just tell everyone how much they mean to me. So like, I, I, I think I just said this too. You as a listener, you mean a lot to me, whoever you are, whether you're my best friend in the world or I've never met you before in my life. I j- just you taking the time out of your day. I said this like six times at the beginning of the show too, but I mean it. Um, if I die this evening, and <laughs> this is the last, see, I, I laugh, but that that's kind of a sad thing. Um, it means a lot that you're listening, and yeah, it just it it means a lot. So that's that. Okay, next question. These are these last questions are kind of sad. Also, I'm already over an hour, but I'm gonna I have this set of questions that I want to finish. So bear with me as I this is gonna be my longest episode yet. Crazy. Okay, next question. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely. Also, sorry, I've like I've been so I have like a sheet that I'm like working with. You hear this this paper. I have a pencil with it to kind of make notes just in case I forget something, whatever. I've dropped this pencil like four times in the last three minutes, and I feel like it's definitely being picked up by the mic, and I feel bad. Anyways, I interrupted myself. Welcome to Jacques Talks. If you're new, I do this. I interrupt myself because I don't have a co-host to do it for me. Anyways, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? So I think it's unfair for me to have to play the one item game because ever since I moved out, there's a lot of, if we're talking about my, uh, my parents' home, I guess you'd say now my, my childhood home, there's a lot of things in that house that I would really have to sit and think about which one I would want to grab first because there's a lot of photo albums and, you know, pictures and stuff like that. I said photo albums and pictures, like those are really two different things. But you know what I'm saying? There's a lot more sentimental stuff that would be in the house. Whereas since I've moved, pretty much all the things I live with right now, other than, you know, my degree and different things, pretty much everything I own to some degree is replaceable. You know, I have presents from my mom, different customized things, but nothing that's not at the end to some extent replaceable and so I think the least replaceable thing in my apartment is probably on my shelf sitting right next to me I have kind of I guess the word the the weird word I would use to describe it is trinkets but it's just different little keepsakes from different times in my life and I don't want to sit and go through all of them because like I said we're already over an hour but I think I would come in here and just swipe 
and grab them all because while I don't sit and look at them every day and think about them all the time, they're definitely little reminders of different different moments in my life. So I definitely would be upset if I if I lost them. So one one I'll grab that I can just discuss really quick is I have a piece of the basketball hoop from when the Notre Dame women's national uh when they won the they won their um quarter of the bracket in Chicago. I don't remember what the I mean they won the the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8. And so after that, you're in the Final Four. And so you win your, I don't know if they call it division of the bracket or whatever, but it's considered, you know, you get an NCAA trophy for it. It's like a big deal, even though you don't win the national championship. But anyways, I went to the game as a part of the band. And Muffin McGraw, the former head coach of the women's basketball team, she lets the basketball team cut down one of the nets and she lets the cheerleaders in the band cut down the other net. So I got to cut down part of the net. So I have a little piece of the net from when the women went to the championship game that year or when we won our division, whatever. We ended up losing in the championship game that year. So it's not as, I guess, cool of a a piece of a basketball hoop, but it, it still means a lot to me. It's that I was, you know, part of a team that, was champions they you know won the championship the year prior so yeah anyways that's that's just one piece i I have a lot of other little like i said i guess i could use the word trinket or knickknack those are such old words i don't even know why i'm saying them why do i even know those words knickknack should not be in my mental dictionary but here we are okay next question of all the people in your family, whose death would you find the most disturbing and why? This is kind of another sad question. And at the end of the day, we've had a couple of questions already about my family and stuff. I think I dropped my pencil again. I got to stop doing that. I got to not. I threw my pencil on the ground. I'm not holding it anymore. No more penciling. I'm sorry. If that pencil drop, if any of those pencil drop made you scared, I formally apologize. I don't even know what I'm saying. I, shut up, Jock. Okay. Um, whose death would you find the most disturbing? I think my mom would be the most disturbing just because my mom's really a glue that holds my family like a super glue. She's not the only thing holding my family together by any means, but she's really the strength and the bond that pulls us all really close together. So it really would be sad and disturbing is a weird word but you know the hardest one to grip as a family I guess but I would miss my brother more than anything in this world if he if he passed away especially because he's so young I don't want to talk about this anymore that's the end of the question okay final this is the final question we're on to the final one share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it so obviously I'm not sitting here with a partner, so I'm asking the audience right here, if you're listening, if you're still listening, we're an hour and seven minutes in, so honestly, I kind of expect no one to be listening, because I did say these are going to be our episodes, and we're already quite a bit over, but if you're still listening, I would like your opinion, but it's a complicated personal problem, I guess, because there's an obvious answer, I just 
anyways, let me get to it. So I think I discussed this earlier when I talked about something I wish I guess I would could wake up with, and that's, I guess, more motivation. And to speak to that again, I don't think I lack motivation in life or in general, whatever. But there is some stuff I do find a hard time getting motivated about. And one of those things is working out. And I guess to a, a lesser extent, being active. Because I, I'm active enough, but I'm definitely not super active. I, I don't I probably don't go out and do active things as much as I should. And I'm definitely not you know, super obese or anything like that, but I'm certainly wish I weighed less than I currently do. So I guess my personal problem is how, how do I get motivated to work out? Because every time I try to start working out and, you know, start going to the gym or, you know, going for walks and stuff is I just hate it. I hate, I hate, I guess exercising, but I hate lifting weights. I hate running on a treadmill. I just, it's it's just so unfun to me that any motivation I have to want to cut cut some weight is just it's not worth it. It just becomes so so much of a negative part of my day of having to force myself to do something. So I just want to know like how how do you get motivation to actually go and do it because. I would like to make that change in my life. I would like to find find an interest in going to the gym four or five times a week and working out. And I see the impact it has on people and how much people really do enjoy it. And I just, I've never once like walked into a gym and actually had fun. And I think part of that is I also get in my head about, you know, people watching me and stuff like that. So how do I get over that? How do I... I don't know, is part of it just having a gym buddy? I just don't have that. And I guess I tried that and largely let my friend down in college who tried to get me to go to the gym with him often. And I mean, the reason I stopped going or, you know, wasn't into it as much is just because of the same reason. I just didn't have fun. It's it's almost as simple as why would I spend an hour doing something I'm I'm not enjoying? So if you have any advice for me, more than just, you know, you just got to do it, man. Because obviously, yeah, I, I know. I know I just have to do it. And the more I get at it, the more I'll be motivated and stuff. But I think part of the reason I don't find motivation in it, too, is it I've just never I've spent, you know, I think the if I'm being like completely honest, the longest I've gone working out decent decently weekly is probably three weeks I probably the longest I've spent actually trying to be going to the gym and working out and stuff was three weeks I gave it three weeks and after those three weeks I saw I felt and saw almost no change in my body and I know three weeks is definitely not enough I'm fully aware but it still sucks it sucks that every day you know four days a week I just hate I hate it. I hate going. I hate how I feel after. I feel so tired. And it's for what? It's I just feel like I'm getting nothing out of it. But anyways, that's me pretty much just complaining about how much of a lazy piece of shit I am <laughs> in two minutes. But I, I mean, I genuinely would like other people's perspective. I know my one friend from back home who's a, 
I don't want to say gym rat because that's kind of negative connotation, but he goes to the gym every day. He's big into it and he tries to get me to, you know, work out with him. And I know, you know, he's giving me his own tips. So I, I actually don't know if he listens to the show. He may or may not. People who know who he is know who I'm talking about, but I don't know if, if you have a different perspective or have something that works for you, um, I'd love to know. So anyways, yeah, that's my, that's my personal problem. But that being said, we are at an hour and 12 minutes and I went through all those questions. How many questions is that? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. I think that was 30 questions. So, wow, we went through it. I think when I was jumping into this, I thought this was going to be more of like a exciting type thing. And then I think it was a little more chill and just reflective, which I guess is the point, but I don't know. Next week, I think I definitely got to do something more. I don't want to say lighthearted like this wasn't lighthearted, but, you know, last week was essentially just stories about accidents I've been in. This week was kind of just, you know, my dreams, aspirations, and things I care about. So I don't know. <laughs> I'll think hard this week. Um about what I want to talk about next week, and maybe we can do something a little more fun, a little more Fortnite, you know? Maybe I just won't podcast next week. Um, we'll do a stream next week, Fortnite only. Fortnite, I'll, I'll buy a PS4 so I can play Fall Guys. Um, that's a fun game, right? I'm sure most people don't even know what the game is. I just know it's kiddish. I, I only want to stream games, no violence. E-rated games only, except I think Fortnite's rated like T. T games only. I had some other stories that I forgot to tell last week that I was going to tell this week as well, but we're just strictly out of time. I got to cut this off too, because the more I sit here and talk and just uh, enjoy my own presence, then, well, that's that. I don't know what I'm saying. Once again, if you're a fan of the show, if you've been listening, you do know I suck at ending these things, so I'm trying to find the right words to... I gotta, I'm trying to be clever, you know what I'm saying? I don't just want to be, all right, guys, peace out. Talk to you later. But I did. I just did that. And that just sounds like a dumb way to end. So what I think I got to do is that's that. I, I take back everything I said about working out. I, I hope I never work out another day in my life. My personal problem is I don't know how to end this damn podcast. So if you have opinions about how to end a podcast, I'd love to hear them too. Though I'm not wavering on my outro music. I'm a firm believer in that outro music. And I'm going to be honest, here's a here's a predicament. Only 17% of my listeners listen to the end of my show. Do you know what that tells me? It tells me that no one's listening to my outro music. And you know what? I spent a lot of time digging around on royalty-free websites to find music that wasn't that bad. So... If you're going to listen to the show, can you please listen to the 30-second outro so I can feel better about myself? Thank you. Okay. And that is what we like to call Jacques Rambling. We are going to end the show here. Thank you so much for listening, if you're still listening. I I appreciate you listening. If you're a first-time listener, if you're a third-time listener, second-time listener, if you're listening in the future and you decided to go back and re-listen to old episodes. So this is actually like your 10th episode. That's kind of weird to think about, but in theory it could be true. So thank you for listening. And yeah, I 
I hope to see you next week. Next week, we'll be back at it with probably a more timely episode because, oh, shoot, I'm going to be in D.C. next week. That means i got to record next week's episode early if I want it to come out on time. Okay, i got to do that. Cool. All right, I'm going to do that. And now we're 60 minutes over, and I really got to shut up because we're trying to keep it under an hour, and we're already over. The rate we're going at now, I am going to be getting to two-hour episodes, which I don't like. I don't like that. I like it to be one-hour episodes because they're easier to digest. Okay, I'm done. Thank you for listening. Give it a thumbs up. Give me some give me some stars. I know you can slap that five-star rating on Spotify. It really makes my, my heart warm if you do. And with that, I will catch you next week. No, I'm not content. That's not the end. Yes, it is. What am I doing? What is life? Okay, I'm done. I'm done dilly-dallying. That's it. Thank you for listening. This has been Jacques Talks. I'm Jacques, and I just talked. So have a good rest of your week, everyone. Take care, and peace out.